What's up, everybody? Welcome back for the last time. Well, whoa, we may still have some other things coming. I don't know. I don't know. We're trying. We're trying. Welcome back to the reality kingdom where we put the real in reality, bitch. Reality. Uh, Refucking reality. Period. I'm your host, Pharaoh. We are joined by one of them. Lee. Lee, how you doing? I'm doing good. Period. I'm doing good. Um, I got what I wanted out of the season. I wanted Ty Period. or Daniel to win. Um, we got another black winner. Period. Um, another great representation for the season, in my opinion. I mean, I'm living. I'm living. Period. I thought it was a great ending. Period. 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 <laughs> if you don't see the title, yes, you do. Because we will be, we we will we will be doing our final overall player ranking for everybody. We will be giving everybody a rating. We'll be going through the ratings we gave them when they left the game, determining whether we're going to go lower, higher, stay the same, and we're going to do that for everybody. We didn't get to rate the final four yet on their overall game, so we'll also get to do that today. You'll get to see all the tea or whatever. It's going to be real nice and juicy, <laughs> or whatever. Um, before we get into it though, I want to ask you because we're writing gameplay. We're going to be writing. Gameplay. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the gameplay this season as a whole, as a cast, as a whole? Hmm. I will say, uh-oh. While BB Can Eleven provided us that good old entertainment, mm-hmm. I think they provided us some pretty dynamic personalities, some interesting gameplays, so a few mm-hmm. all-star contenders for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I think in general, cast-wise, I prefer this cast over the last two, nine and ten. Period. But when it comes to strategy, lacking, Ooh. lacking on all fronts. I don't. I don't think anyone this season was a all-time strategic mastermind player. I think the closest to it would be a Koozie or a Daniel, and both of them still had their faults, which kind of kept them from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the winner tie, I mean, you know, his game is so unique, similar to Taylor in the way it's like. You know, it it can't be replicated, but also it can't mm-hmm. be compared to any of the other greats that we've had because it's so unique in what it is. So I just feel like if you're looking for strategy, I don't think this is the season for you. But if you are here for the drama, the fights, the I mean, it, it provided a lot of other things. And I think and when I say like strategically lacking, I don't think these people are just terrible, bad players. To me, I see it more so as. It's a lot of people who are on the same level. It's yeah. a lot of people who were kind of going more for the big move here and things like that. And when you have, every, I think, we have everyone playing in that way. People are bound to make mistakes. Things it's just it's just gonna get more chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I think no one was able to kind of take the reins of the game and push it forward, which we've seen in other seasons before. I agree. Yeah, I gotta agree. It just wasn't given in the strategy content. I think like if I had to, if there was a strategy scale, one meaning meaning nothing, and ten meaning this is the most strategy ever, I'd give this like a four on the four. Strategy scale. I yeah. think so. I like think probably four point five five. Four four point five or four is what I was thinking. Probably I guess 4. we'll 4. see 5. at the end because it just wasn't giving. Sure. It just wasn't giving. It just wasn't giving in the strategy of it all at all. This and that's the thing. You, what happens is in situations like this season, when a lot of people kind of on the same level, you have people who are trying to get over on the other person. And it's like, so it's like, okay, well, when you get this thing, this person's doing this, and then this happens over here, and then this happens over here. It's like every single week there was a different outcome. 
Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes I can see how it can be harder to work strategically through, which is another reason why I feel like, well, maybe that's why we couldn't see that. Um, but chaos seasons are usually just chaotic like that. That's why I think yeah. someone like Kevin Jacob, Jacob was really impressive to see because even in such a chaotic season, he was able to finesse them on levels that, like, you could be comparable to, like, Dan and Dr. Well type shit. Mm-hmm. So, period. I agree. Um, any final thoughts on the season before we get into these last player ratings? I mean, what's your final thoughts? I feel like I, oh, as a whole, I feel like I liked the season. I was missing strategy, but I don't know if I need it or not. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute or whatever. But um, honestly, other than that, it was just, it was a good season. I, I wouldn't say like a great, wonderful, oh my God, but it was really good. I feel like for me, the ending was okay. I thought the ending was pretty good. I it think the ending was good, ending. but I don't know. I feel well, like I missed it. I feel like I needed something The ending would have been Koozie winning. I think that, that's, that's what I needed. Koozie winning. I, I think that's what I needed. Now, see, right. mother, mother taking that crown, that would have been... I think that's what I needed but, to really wrap the season in a bow. Because in a way, like, the, I don't think the winner... I think the winner was satisfying. I think Ty winning was satisfying. But Koozie would have been more satisfying. For me personally, it feels good happy the, for Ty as well. It feels I mean, good when the best player wins. I don't think Ty's not a great player or a good one. Well, we'll see. But uh, him winning is fine. I think that 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 was fine. But Kuzi could have won. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I feel like overall this is a pretty good season. Um, like I said, favorites like it could be recency bias, but I say I like it way more than the last two seasons. Uh, BB Canada. Um, I've been a fan of BB Canada my whole entire life, but it's like comparable to BBUS. I do always choose BBUS over BB Canada sometimes. So it's like, you know, I would definitely in general prefer BB24, BB23. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. BB Canada 11 is more so on their side of the spectrum than BB Canada 9 and 10. Like, I, I, I don't know. This season just was very dynamic all around. Um, and then it's crazy because I feel like that even without the digital, like, with it just being digital dailies and not the live feeds, like, I didn't think I would feel that way by the end, but honestly, like, I mean, I still hate that we don't have live feeds. If they come back for another season, I want them to have it, but I mean, the digital dailies, it really was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Now that we're here, now that we're at the end, I'm like, mm, I'm not tripping. Yeah. I'm not tripping. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think they're more effective because, I mean, we've seen some writing shit. We've seen <laughs> some of the numbers. The numbers are not numbering like that. So I'm hoping they can come back for another season, but I think Big Brother is Big Brother with live feeds and without it. I know someone mentioned, like, a question was, oh, do you think it actually benefited some people's mental health and things like that? And I I replied, I was basically like, I don't think so, because the people who got dragged, they still got dragged. And I think, you know. And just as hard. Just as hard. I think that's a pretty simple argument, but it's like, I mean, it's the facts. Like, people are going to drag regardless. Even with the little Mm -hmm. information they have, they're comparing Ty to some of the most terrible people in Big Brother history, and all we have is him talking condescending to people in the house, yeah. as opposed to people like Mickey, who are literal racist, Kyle's, who are literally racist. Like, that's what he's getting compared mm-hmm. to. And it's like, I would not compare him to that because we haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Now, people came out of the house and say he was doing that. It's a different story, but everybody coming out of the house is kumbaya. So yeah. it's like, I think, here's what I say. The Digital Daily did what was intended to... I think for these people to come out in a space where they're not picked apart by every little thing they do. These people are still getting dragged and picked apart, but it's not for every little thing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, 
if their mental health was going to be affected now, I think it still would have been affected then. Like, yeah. people are dragging Daniel the same way they still would have been dragging Daniel. Yeah. I, I genuinely feel. So it's like, I agree. what it is. I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it did other than, I guess, allow sponsors to be there. But that's the thing. Like, like they would not have like, more evidence, basically. Like, they would have more proof yeah. to drag these people. But it's like, they're already dragging them. <laughs> like, yeah, they're dragging them anyways with without the proof. That's the thing. They're, they're dragging Ty and saying these things without him ever, without without us seeing it. Y'all edited the digital dailies to prevent people from seeing things. And even without people seeing it, they're still dragging him and calling him, comparing him to racist. So it's like, I mean, did y'all really succeed? I don't think they did, honestly. Um, I, I think, think what I, it, I think, I, I guess think they, because up. honestly, I don't know if this is a, it's like, I guess it helped them if that's what they actually cared about. But what they did mainly was repress the live conversation of the show. And maybe that in itself didn't cause it to spread as much. Cause like okay. you don't have people consistently watching feeds and talking about Ty being the way he is. You just see them watching a digital daily and making an assumption. Yeah. Um, so I, I think maybe that's what it is. Either way, it's like you you like we noticed throughout the season the coverage for it, the news for it, the buzz, the social media um interactions, it was low. It was very, it was low. very low. And I think it had a lot to do with them having live feeds. Yeah. And that's their main that's their main pool is the consistent conversation. And now they don't have it. I don't know what they're gonna do next season. I think they need to it needs to be I, the thing is like, okay, like no shit, let's get into some numbers, numbers like they were hitting Big Brother Canada. They've never been necessarily consistently getting a million. I think like, you know, they by the end of four when they were going to actually cancel it and they came mm-hmm. back to five, like that they, they had a resurgence. But once Big Can Nine hit after like COVID and things like that, they were getting zero point six already. Mm-hmm. Like they were not getting towards a million, and they've been dropping since. Yeah. And I've been seeing reports that this season is getting zero point four, zero point five. Mm-hmm. So we really have to consider reality. Is this show coming back? Because at this point, it's what? sounding like it's dropping below before it was even canceled the canceled. first time. Yeah. Now, that was a whole different network that was on um, um, Sling TV, yeah. I think. And this yeah. is on Global, so maybe it's a different budget. You know, they got their things like that. But I think it's time for an All-Stars. I think we didn't get it that last time. It's time. I think they need to revive the series. And I yeah. think that's the revive they need, a full All-Star season with some of their legends. I agree. It's just not – It's just Because that's it, the thing that to tune in. That it is. is. It literally is. In Canada, they say like reality TV isn't so big, so that's why they don't get that many views. I would assume for Canada that that a million is good, or like when they were hitting that million, when they were even hitting like um, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7, I feel like that should be okay to keep them afloat. But now that it's dropping to to only four hundred thousand or whatever the fuck, that's not enough. I don't know what they're gonna do. They need to. I agree. I think they need. To, first of all, I think this one should have been um, all stars. I'm glad it was. I'm happy we did. Like that's what I'm saying. It's it like wasn't. shit. Like come now, Cooch hey. can be in that bitch. Ty mm-hmm. can be in that bitch. Like um. So now it'll still be interesting, but why? I feel like next season, go ahead and do it. I don't know what y'all are waiting for. I don't know what y'all are waiting for. It's time. I mean, the thing is, we all felt because this was the actual ten year anniversary of the show. Um, yeah, but it was BB Can 11 because BB Can 8 didn't happen. BB Can 12, I don't know, it just feels like that could be an all star. Like, BB Can 12, doesn't it just yeah. give all star? It does the number 12. Like, this year, BB we'll Can 11, I don't so want to get my hopes up because they just feel like generally, I feel like this is a stupid reason, but like, I didn't was like, it probably won't be all stars because. BB Can 11 is all star. That doesn't sound right. It didn't sound right. That's but if I was like, they probably they might because it's the ten year anniversary. But it's like, hopefully next year is All Stars. I want it. I need it. They need it. 
They need it. I, they need, we it. need a Big Brother Canada office. We have two in the U.S. We need one. In, we need one for Canada. We do. We need one for Canada. Go ahead and do it. Get your resurgence. Get your people. Get your views. Because they I will. If, I mean, if they, because they, first of all, I can see them getting really huge names. Like people say, I won't come back. I just don't think that I would not come back. I mean, I'm holding out hope. But regardless, like they can get some huge names back in the house. And I think mm-hmm. people really start getting back into it. I agree. Period. Um, let's get into these motherfucking ratings. So let's let's get into these players. 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 If you got the screen up, you will see what we gave them as an average. Um, most of them, because we didn't rate the other girlies. And then that, for Anika, Daniel, Ty, Claudia, that is what we last rated them before the game ended. Of course, that was barely relevant because that's not their overall. Everyone else is their overall. We're just going to go through, starting with John Michael up to Ty. Go mm-hmm. ahead and do the, the thing, thing. I thought, wait, I thought I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was like the average... This, this is what we... So you have them as what we last rated them. No, so, this is what we gave them as an average player rating. The entire time. So, yeah, yeah, I'm Except. saying, I, I know once the person gets evicted, we come and we say, yes. well, we're going to rate them as the overall player. Yes. But what we've done in the past is also you do the math of all of the ratings we give a person. Yeah, I was asking you that earlier. I was like, I was like, okay, so what I'm going to have. I thought you were explaining this, but. Oh, child. But yeah, I used to do the average of what we gave them throughout the entire season. But honestly, I didn't feel like it was honestly necessary because usually the average we give them is very similar to what we gave them as an overall player rating. So I was like, why would I go through and That's not the game, though. We've changed it a lot. We've changed it a lot. What are you talking The average that we've given them so versus what, our overall player so, rating. So I'm saying when you would go through and do the math of every single thing, we, for example, like Renee. Yeah. You would go through and do whatever point we gave them every single week, and then right. we have that number. Sometimes yes. we'd say, okay, so their average is out to four point something. We're yeah. going to give them a six because we feel like overall we've come to, like, we're now right at the end. We're going to give them this score. That's what we used to do. But this yeah, I know. And now I feel like that 4.5 is equal to what we, literally what we give them as an overall when they're exiting the door has always been similar to their average. Oh, okay. Is You're what saying I'm that saying. Is sim- okay, so this okay. number that we have at the bottom, the average I have at the bottom has always been similar to their average player rating throughout the season. For the most part, anyways, which is why I was like, it's basically the same thing. Boom. So at the top, we have what we last gave them as their overall player rating as they were leaving. And then on the bottom, we have is what we're going to give them now, whether we want to change it, keep it the same or not. So boom. So for John Michael, we can start with him. For John Michael last, when he left initially, we both gave him five. His average was a five, Loki, because he was only in there one week. So for John Michael, do you feel like you go first? For John Michael, I feel like he, in my opinion, there's not much to know. I feel like when it comes to what he did week one, I kind of want to bring him down a little bit because thinking back to it, it just seems like if you're an average player, if you're five, if you're in the middle, you're average. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't think you would say the things he was saying. He was going around telling people he was taking out the boys. He wanted all the men to go. He was telling alpha men that he wanted alpha men to go. He was telling Dan and Zach that. I feel like those wouldn't necessarily be qualities of someone who's necessarily an average player. I don't think 
in the average season, he would go home by the hands of Santina. I think that was very rare, but it happened. And he was helping himself get in that position. The only reason they were pushing it is because he was telling people that he was going after the alpha men. So for me, I'm going to bring him down to honestly a four. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. To be honest. How you feeling? I agree with the four. Um, only because I'm also thinking about how he would have fared throughout this season. And I don't really know what connections he could have latched on to that would have kept him safe throughout. Because there was a lot of things in that earlier weeks that um, – even though it was like Santina, I don't know. Maybe why I gave him that five is because I felt like in the moment Santina, it made no sense for her to take him out, which I still agree with. But it's like at the same time, there were a lot of things that he was doing. I feel like socially throughout the game that could have also caused her to go home because telling Zach straight up that he's going after boys when he also kind of England and all the boys working together, we're not that good. And I'm thinking just like throughout the season, where would John Michael would have fit? And I really just can't see that. So I'll say the four as well. Perfect. Um. And, okay, for Rob, how you feel about Rob? We both gave him fives, same thing as John Michael. He went home week – was that even week two or was that week three? That was week – that was week two, actually. The it second was week two, but they counted as week three because they were the being first weird. week was two weeks. <laughs> yes, okay. So, for Rob, how do you feel about him as an overall player? Um, I feel like Rob – you know, that's the thing. With these earlier people, it's like – specifically Rob and John Michaels, like we really don't know yeah. much of their, um, what they could have actually done. I do think Rob has a little bit more potential than John Michael, honestly, honestly, because of just um, physical things, unfortunately. But, you know, he was able to get into that early God Alliance because of how he looked, because of who he was as a straight male in the game. Those type of privileges would help him. And I do, do think in another season, they could have benefited him a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this season, he really just got caught up in all of the mess with Ty. Like, and that's the thing, the, the, the situation with Ty and Zach, like, they were targeting him, but I don't think it was necessarily for the reasons that Rob was actually doing. Um, yeah. Specifically with Ty, because I do know Rob was actually trying to target Zach. So Zach, you know, he had to get that nigga. So I, I see that. But it's like Ty, I remember thinking, I still agree with, it wasn't necessarily in his best interest. And, I mean, in turn, both of them had interest to take out Rob because, you know, you know, they shattered that guy's alliance so quickly, and then it was just chaotic from there. And it, it kind of led to Zach going home. I mean, Ty ended up winning. So it's like, I mean, clearly he can still – he did what he needed to do the entire time. But it's like, <laughs> you know, you don't really know. But uh, I think with Rob, I'll just say it's a 4.5 only because I think there's a lot of potential there. And I think that if he was able to kind of like get his foot in the game, like he was still learning. I think a lot of people this season was learning how to play as it was going along. And he was in those stages, but yeah. then he got targeted. And he didn't really know how to get out of that. But it's like everything was happening so fast and it blew people out. So Yeah. Um, With Rob, I actually liked Rob's like gameplay in a way. I felt like he had really good bonds really fast mm-hmm. because even despite the Zach Ty situation, he almost stayed because uh, the Shady Bunch was actually considering the pitches that he was making. He was making really heavy pitches against uh, Zach, and that made people want to save him. Um, he had a lot of people walking around saying they're saving him no matter what. I think his vote was one of the closest ones all season. Um, Vanessa, Santina, all of these people who were like, I'm just not evicting him. I'm sorry. And they didn't. So I think that indicates that he did have like a leg in this game that kind of just got cut off randomly. Mm-hmm. I also feel like the reason he went home was was very because he was talking about Zach, but the only reason Zach knew 
that he was targeting him was through was because of Ty. And I don't think Ty had any real benefit of taking out Rob at that moment. Even though Ty won, I think that was a bad move. Ty barely won. Like, he struggled to win. He had to win every competition. And I think taking out Rob there was a terrible move for Ty specifically. And Zach only knew about it through Ty. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't think Rob was doing anything wrong. When he was telling Ty Zach needs to go, Zach did need to go for at least Rob. And Ty telling... Uh, Zach that wasn't good for Ty's game in my opinion I think Rob going home was bad for the person who got him out's game because I would give Ty more credit than Zach because Ty was the one who told Zach and made it happen so I don't know I feel like I'm going to keep it at the five I don't think he did anything wrong and I think he had actually a lot of great um, gameplay at that beginning stage he was in a good position he had people like uh, Shania Santina the girls really wanted to work with him. He also had the Shady Bunch considering saving him. He had Jonathan on lock to the point where Jonathan refused to work with Ty after that. Um, it was a lot, honestly. So I support. I'm going to keep him at the five. Um, I think that's good for him. Next, we got Vanessa. Now, Vanessa never got eliminated, evicted. Yeah. She left the house. And that's the thing. Now that the season is done, I don't know when Vanessa would have went home. Because yeah. thinking about it, it's like a lot of things were happening that kind of needed to happen. I think she possibly could have went home on Ty's HOH where Jonathan went home. Instead of it being Jonathan, I guess he, oh, yeah, he definitely would have nominated Vanessa. Just putting up Vanessa and she probably just goes over the crown member that was there. So honestly, Vanessa probably gets like first or second in jury now that I'm thinking about it. And I don't think she had any spectacular gameplay at all. I gave her a 2.5. Um, and honestly, like there wasn't anything... I don't think there was a lot of positives. A lot of people didn't like her. There wasn't a lot of relationships she had in the game socially. One of the ones she did have, Koozie. Koozie nominated her the week yeah. that week. Which uh, I think is so, really what pushed her to the point of just like, okay. Yeah, so it didn't really, it didn't even work. She didn't have any allies. No one really wanted to work with her. The girls didn't really want to bring her in on the girls thing. None of the boys really wanted to even use her. A lot of the people didn't even like her. A lot of the boys didn't like her. She argued with like two, three people before she left. So I just feel like gameplay, it just wasn't giving. Um, it just wasn't giving. So I'm going to honestly leave it at the 2.5. No shade. I'm sorry, mamas. Yeah. I'll leave it at the 3. Um, I just feel like, you know, with Vanessa, I, like a lot of people really should have utilized her in certain ways. Like I remember early on thinking that um, the Shadiest Bunch definitely should have locked in Vanessa as a number or at least Koozie, you know what I mean? Or like mm -hmm. I mean, the girly pops, I mean, she was a woman in the game. A lot of people I think could have used her in certain ways and she never was socially enough enough to be able to, you know, fulfill those things and that really sucks so i honestly i didn't expect vanessa to be like this as a uh house guest so that's really interesting i'm glad that she brought like something fun and festive to the show um it, it sucks that she left early because i would love to see her game play out because who knows she could have been way higher but i mean i have to say it's a three i didn't get much period um how do you feel about your uh, discussion guest about my discussion guest zach so Zachary, um, I think that Zach has actual good instinct when it comes to playing the game of Big Brother. I think he has a good understanding, especially for someone who wasn't as a big fan. I just think that socially he needs to actually get better as a player. I think if he was, if he just had more empathy 
for the players around him if he was just more aware of the way he spoke to people and made them feel in the game. I think he would have been able to go really, really far because a lot of people did trust him. A lot of people did go to him. A lot of people did want to work with him. People mm-hmm. changed their mind on that because of the things he started doing around the house. And so, I mean, the fact that he left and um, the fact that he left and then after, I mean, he basically defends it to a certain extent. It's like, I have to keep it the same because it's a three, you know? It's like, I don't mm-hmm. know if he were to play again, that he would play differently. He would need to play differently. I would want him to go in there and understand that not everyone can be spoken to the exact same way. Sometimes, even if you're not an emotional player, you're going to have to play emotionally because this person is an emotional player. Because specifically when it comes to Kuzi's week, she mentioned, she was like, at the end of the day, I know this isn't a good move for me, but I need him out morally for me, for my sense of mind. And she also says later on in the jury that in the day, this is also a personal game. You're playing with real people. And I think that's where people get mixed up. It is a game. I think a lot of people, when things happen, they go straight to, it's a game, it's a game. It is a game, but we're not playing with chess pieces. We're playing with human beings that have personalities, that have emotions. We're not going to just react to things the way you want them to be reacted to. Mm-hmm. That's just point blank, period. And until that's learned, you know, unless he can win nine competitions like Ty, he ain't gonna win. <laughs> yeah. But even Ty, I would argue, is way better socially than that on a lot of levels when it comes to certain people. So it's like, you know, it's gotta be a three for me. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it at the three, two. I agree. I feel like it's weird because I feel like he is, well, it's not even weird, but I feel like he is strategically just so active. And being so active, it really helps at the beginning of the game, especially. But that can only go so far. And he didn't even make the jury. I feel like if another person won HOH, or even if Kuzi was thinking a little bit more sternly about what's best for her game, he probably wouldn't have went that week. So that's good. But honestly, he would have just went two rounds later, if anything. You know, he wasn't making to the end of this game. There was no way Zach was making it to the end. If he did, he probably wasn't winning the jury vote. The way Ty won the jury vote, I don't think Zach could have done. Like, people genuinely just did not like him. And I think he would have continued to, to disregard people's feelings throughout the season, and that would have caused that. So I don't think he ever would have made it to the end, and I don't think he ever really could have won, even though he does have, like, strategic, like, sound, and he can strategically move the game, and he was running HOHs. I guess I'll give him, like, a 3.5, but maybe that's still not good. Okay. I just feel like he, he just wasn't going to make it. He just wasn't going to make it. Um, Honestly, truly. Good luck to that man. Next is Dan. Girl, the way <laughs> Dan just gave us nothing all season, personally. <laughs> the way I don't know who that I mean, is. He's like so forgettable. Downs, cute face. Nice body, actually. Great smile. He's okay. He's a good DJ. He's okay. He's tall. Is he? I, I see him next to Jonathan. I know Jonathan's tall. He, he seems pretty. Jonathan's tall. I don't know what he is. I don't know anything about him. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. And that's the thing. But Dan is like, we know even less about... I, I think he, this was going to be his characteristic coming in in general. He was kind of going to be like the boring guy, not give too much. I saw it. <laughs> like, I, I saw it in the future. Pharaoh thought he was going to be the mastermind icon of the season. I had hope. Well, I, I thought hey, him... You remember, remember we were doing the debate? I was mentioning, like, I think Rob or Ty could be that. And you were like, honestly, I think Dan could give that. And I'm like, yeah. Dan? <laughs> Girl, I thought Dan or Jonathan were going to be like strategical and da 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 da. Jonathan was a little bit more. Jonathan was what I thought he was a little bit more, and Dan was the one. I was like, honestly, I thought it was going to be either one of them. Yeah. And 
I guess it was Jonathan, but even he, he we finna get to him. Dan, I'm keeping him at the two. I'm trying to think like that was generous, but he did win. What did he win? An HOH? So hey, I guess he can win comps. That brings him to a two. Yeah. I'll just keep him at the two as well. I think with Dan, it's just he wasn't really actively playing the game at all. Like he was not like a lot of the reasons why he went is because people were saying for weeks, I mean, I would be down to keep him, but he don't talk to me. Like yep. I don't know him. Like I don't like Ty, but yeah, and that thing he was he was nominated again. Doesn't talk to me. It always came down to Dan not talking to me. Yeah, the week he went home, he was nominated against the winner. He definitely should have been able to stay, but because of he was such a bad player, he went even in that scenario. People knew Ty was threatening, but people wanted to use Ty because he at least talked to them. Well, no, Ty was never a final nominee. He was next to Hope, wasn't he? He wouldn't have. Ty wouldn't have gotten vetoed if Ty was the target, is what I'm saying. Uh, if, if, if When Dan and Ty were nommed, they basically were like, Dan's going home, let's veto Ty to use him. But if they were just like, Ty should go in this situation, which they should have, well, not should have. Well, well, he did win, so he should did have. Um, but that's the, it was hot. And I, I can't blame, what I'm saying is, is they shouldn't have, because Dan didn't talk to any of them. So yeah. according to what was going on in the game, it made no sense for Ty to go because Ty at least talked to them. And it's like, Dan, you are so bad. No shade, but he was just so bad at the game to where he couldn't even stay against the literal winner because you didn't talk to the half the cast, any of the cast, actually. So it's 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 a two for me, baby. I'm sorry. You wasn't really doing it. Wasn't giving. Um, next we have Jonathan. How how you feeling about Jonathan? I really like Jonathan. Um, I, I do think uh, thinking more objectively over the entire season, like, what really what ruined, I think his game was his loyalty factor. I think he's a super nice and genuine man, but that's also his fault in the game like Big Brother because Big Brother is a cutthroat, ruthless game. It really mm-hmm. is. It gets nasty. And I think Jonathan, with his social ability, I mean, the way he had everyone in that house trusting him to, like, a level of we're going to share our deepest, darkest secrets with this man. Like, they loved him. Yeah. Everyone just loved Jonathan. And when he became a target is when he showed his loyalty towards the crown. He showed a side. And he was, I mean, like, he Tim and Hope talk about all the time, like the sword and the shield of the crown. Um, the, and the, what interesting about Jonathan and Hope, really, is that they knew that. Like, John, Hope was Jonathan was very aware that he could have been targeted by sticking with the crown and being so open and upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Hope did try little things with like Shania and Renee. They didn't go anywhere. That's more so on them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The Rolly Pops, not on Jonathan and uh, Hope. But it's just that, you know, I think if I want to, if Jonathan played again, I would hope that he would honestly just be more cutthroat. Like he, I would yeah. hope that he's more so not in it emotionally because yeah if not i think that would make him just a, a overall top tier player and mm-hmm. i think by the end of this i'll say it's a 5.5 5 because mm-hmm. i think what it is it is lacking that because he's always going to put his loyalty first he's always going to put like this entire season like, when he joined the crown it was like the crown comes first like i'll go up for the mm-hmm. crown i'll go home for the crown and i love that i love that energy i love watching it i love watching jonathan 100 mm-hmm. deserve maybe kind of just cfp but when it comes to like the strategy of the game of Big Brother, like his loyalty is always going to hinder that if he doesn't basically like just cut it off just a little bit. Like yeah. he doesn't have to fully deactivate that part of him, but it needs to be a little bit more down because his self interest was gone. By mm-hmm. the time Rob left, his self interest I felt like was gone as well, and that sucked. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just I think Jonathan's just really good at a lot of other aspects of the game. It was to the point where his eviction week 
barely like it was a lot that had to happen for him to even go home that week. Yes. And yeah. I think and I think if he didn't go home that week, which in a lot of seasons he wouldn't. A lot of seasons it would not be that Santina wins safety. Uh, Ty picks Shania for the veto. Shania wins the veto. The one comp she won all season, no shade. But it's like, she just so happened won that veto, used it on Renee. It, it was a lot of very particular situations that mm-hmm. led to him going home. Um, and even when he was a final nominee, apparently they didn't. They were wanting to keep him. And then he, but that's the thing. And then he offered a little bit to be like, I can just go. And I feel like the positive to his game is that it took that much to even get him out. The week he went home, no one wanted him to go. They were all crying. And I feel like it's an indication of the fact that he, if anyone could win with being loyal, I think he could have. I think this season, Jonathan could have won this season had that situation not happened, had everything particularly didn't go that way. A girly pop probably would have went that week. And then after that, I don't see any week where Jonathan goes. He probably makes it to the end of the game. And it's like, he could easily win this game, I feel. Um so I'm going to still keep him at the six. I feel like all of his good qualities are so good that even though he is falling on the sword sometimes, it's not until, for what we saw, it wasn't until he was a final nominee. And he was only a final nominee because of very particular situations that I don't think is going to happen often. I think this is, this situation that happened to Jonathan was so like, it was interesting because it's like Jonathan was in a good position. The girly pops wanted to work with him and they thought that he was still able to be pulled to their side. And mm-hmm. the crown had him. And he was not going to be targeted by anybody any of these weeks that happened. Like, if he stayed, Santina, Hope, Kuzi, Shanae, all of those weeks probably still would have happened. I don't even think Claudia would have nominated him at the at the double. Like, I think he would have been honestly fine to the end game at, now that we see how it played out. Um, and I feel like that's a testament to the fact that he is so good socially. He's very good socially. No one wants to see him go. Ty didn't even want to nominate him when Jonathan was on Ty's neck. Jonathan wanted to tie out very, very much so. And Ty didn't even want to nominate him. He was sad. He was damn. It was a last resort. So hey, I feel like it's it's a six, and it's only that thing. I feel like it would have been higher than the six if he wasn't so, you know, willing to fall on the sword for his game. And because he is, it can only really hit the six for me. Um, boom. Next we have now <laughs> Santina. <laughs> this is a funny one. She cracked queen, crack goddess. Love her. She was so fun. Love, fun. love to hate her, hate to love her, love her, hate her. I don't know. It's a lot because I love she, her. She started like, off the game. I love her too. She's definitely icon. I would love to see her come back and maybe play better. I don't know. No shade. Um, no shade. We gave her three. Will it go up? Let's see. Because at the beginning of the game, she did a terrible move. She let Zach run her. She found out he was running her, and then she didn't really shift her game. She wasn't able to really. She she tried. What is it, what's interesting about Santina? She tries. There's random scenes. She goes up to the girly pops and she tells the girly pops he was running me and we need to make sure us girls don't get run. And it's like that's good. And then she doesn't talk to them. Or she goes <laughs> around and she makes a really good relationship with Jonathan. It works. And then she lets him run her HOH. And then she doesn't get invited to the crown because people just don't trust her that much. She gets voted out at a round where she definitely should not have went home just because people don't trust her because she's not good at making people trust her at all. She's really really bad at that. And I feel like it, it sucks because even with Santina, I don't think she should have went home the week she would have went home if people were playing optimally. But uh, people were not. And you went home. And it was because people didn't really get to trust you. So I think the three is, might be fitting. I think what I would do is I can give her a 3.5. I feel like the ability, her ability to win comps is really, really good. 
Um, she got second in the safety comp that round. If it was anybody but Comfy's tie, she probably could have won it um, and not even went home that week, but she was against literally the best competition player in Big Brother damn near history. So I was like, can I really spot her for losing that? And in a different situation, she probably would have won it. So I feel like she's bad at a lot of things, but at least she can win comps. And she made it this far with being bad because, and that's the thing, being a free agent can be helpful here and there, sometimes. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, okay, we can't get out Santina because we need to target the other side. Um, and I feel like that could have happened if she would have stayed one more round, honestly. I feel like people would have been like, well, fuck it, we gotta call, get out the girly pops instead. Or the girly pops would have been like, fuck it, we gotta target Hope and Koozie instead. But she didn't even make it that round. So it was a 3.5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave it at the three. Um, I think yeah. with Santina, like, the biggest thing is that we kept talking about it. Like, she was never really able to just reassure her allies. People, like, she was in positions where people should have trusted her wholeheartedly. And because of actions she did, they just did not. And she was never able to kind of change that. So I think she's someone else who wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of the game. So she was learning as she was going along, which is why situations like the Zach thing happened. And then, honestly, Jonathan kind of having a lot of influence on her HOH because she was looking for that guidance, you know. And I think it was smart. At least she was trying to go to people to get that help. But it's like... I feel like the extra mile was never done. You know what I mean? Like, okay, mm -hmm. you're working with Jonathan and Hope. Okay, an alliance needs to form. Okay, you're protecting Jonathan Cousy and I mean, Jonathan Cousy, basically the whole crown, but there's no allegiance with them. You, know, mm -hmm. you can make the argument that they should have aligned with her, but I think that, you know, she was the HOH. You mm -hmm. put that work in. And then, you know, it just went downhill from there. I mean, the reason why Cousy even had that vendetta was because week one, Stephanie was walking around there all coy, not telling any of the girls anything about anything she was doing. She was only running to Zach and Ty and telling them, and people saw that. This yeah. perception of her got planted on her very, very early, and I don't think she did much to shake it. I don't, un unfortunately. So I'll leave it at a three. She's a very festive flair. Very interesting, very fun. Mm -hmm. um, I would like, like, we need a second chance to see her play again, definitely. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might have to bring it back down to three. I'm going to keep it. I'm, I, I think know, I'm gonna... I didn't think the competition ability was enough to give up a point five, but hey, it's your rating. That wasn't the only thing, but... What else positive? That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, the, well, the other positives was that she actually did try. For example, the week she went home, Koozie would have targeted her anyways, even though that's not what happened, but Koozie would have. But... It didn't really make sense because the week before, Santina put in work, a lot of work for Koozie. She said, girl, I want to go to the end with you. We can make it a ride or die. We can be at the final two. The next week when Koozie won HOH, she thought she was completely safe because she had did. She actually did put in a lot of good work with Koozie. It was bad for Koozie to take out Santina. So part of me is like, she she has weird moments. And that was the point five. But I don't know. I'm going to just keep it. And then if I decide to end my mind, I'll let y'all know. Um, boom. Next, we have Hope Iana. Now, I gave Hope a four. I've never been too positive on Hope's game. I feel like socially, he's um, good for the most part. A lot of people really, really like him. I think he has a lot of good strategic concepts, ideas. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know that he can implement them. And I really, really don't like the way that he allows his game to be like just just played with a little bit he's like you can nominate me and go ahead and nominate me like the week jonathan the week the crown got fucked up you can kind of blame hope for offering to be nominated when he never would have gotten nominated anyways honestly mm -hmm. it could have just been shanaya um and that would have prevented the entire crown from destroying from falling and honestly the crown probably could have made it 
to the end of the game. If just that one round didn't go the way it was, we never know how the comps will go after that. And because he didn't, he offered to nominate himself. That really ruined not just him, but all of his allies, Loki. So I just can't really get behind it. He consistently does things like that. Every single week, damn near, he offered to be nommed. Um, I do think he just has a weird sense of the game. Like he, when he got nominated against Kuzi, he was like, you know what? Let's get these votes. He um, pulled Ty to the side. He said, Ty, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make it seem like Kuzi needs to go. They went to try to get the votes. And honestly, they should have evicted Kuzi over hope. No shade. So it's like, I don't know. He has weird, good things. But I think it only brings him to a four for me. I think I got to keep it at the four because he just stays not wanting to stay in the game. And it's like, what are you doing and I think that's just not good enough. And honestly, I think people at the end of the day, I don't know if they will respect him. Um, even in, I don't know that people will respect him. Like, I think if he made it to the end of this game, I'm not even sure people would have respected him enough. Um, a lot of the people not in the alliance that he was in. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to give it up to four. I'm going to leave it up to four. Yeah, I think I think we'll hope. There was just a lot of potential there. And I, I think the reason why I had so much hope <laughs> in him was Bye. because um he had a lot of those like like really specific key connections. Like he was close with Shanae, uh Renee. Um he had Koozie, he had Ty, he had Zach, you know, he had the crown. Um <laughs> yeah. I just think that, you know, Good he was never really awesome. able to expand on that. Like we mentioned earlier how Jonathan and Hope did reach out to Shanae and Renee and they never really bit that bait. Um, and that really is what's like, like there's a lot of times where the Alliance was deciding on something and hope would be like, well, maybe we should go this route. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he was really picking up the basics of the game. And I feel like if he were to play again, he could do well because socially he is a great player. I think people were like, people want to know him at the beginning, but I, they really, over time, grew to love Hope. They saw him as, like, I think a little brother, someone yeah. that they, they could really trust in that game, which is why, you know, the crown was so loyal to him. I don't think anyone from the crown was really going to cut him and, and to the point he got cut. Yeah. Um, and right. that was mainly because um, he was basically saying, oh, we cut me. I think if he was campaigning from the beginning, Kuzi really could have been out. Yeah. But he kind of was like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And then the last minute he was like, well, no, I don't want to do this. So I don't know. It, it was just a really interesting game overall. I, I feel like I'll end it with a 4.5. Mm -hmm. I think what I would love to see him do in this game and in the future would just be just take more agency of his own game. I mean, whether or not he was tricking Zach and Ty, you know, people like to debate whether he was actually doing that or not, whether he was or not, it's like he still allowed his game to be moved in so many pieces, places, that he had no control over. Mm -hmm. And I think he, he finally got control when he formed the crown, and I love everything he was doing when the crown fought. I think everything he was doing other than volunteering himself, of course, Mm -hmm. But strategically, we're starting to get better when the crown formed. But it's just, you know, they went out. They went out. And it was what it was. But it's, I think it's a 1.5. Perm. Um, oh, <laughs> next is Mother. Mother. See, this is why. But see, this is why. How do you feel about this score? Because it's like, I'm going to give a drastically different score to 7.5. But if you were to do the average of every single week, it would mm -hmm. be a 7.5. We'd be doing probably closer to what I wanted to give her. Because we should be I well, think no, we averagely around gave her like I started giving her low score scores when she went home. I wasn't giving her a high, high, That's high. true. But when I did this, I was like, well, this is it. She's out. So, so I just know it would have been two different things. Yeah. But with Koozie, that's my mama. Period. And she decides it. Now I'm happy with time. And I'm happy she ain't getting it. He got it. But my mama deserved it. She was so close. Big Daddy K. Period. Queen Koozie. I mean, she. 
dominated this season. She ran this season. I mean, up until she went home. Up until she went home. <laughs> but hey, hey, she got she went out right in that mother spot because Tiffany got six. She ran her season. <laughs> mother and, spot. Know, period. They're gonna go out in that area. So with Kuzi, I, I I I feel like I am gonna have to bring her down up as an overall score. But let me talk it out first. Mm-hmm. I think what I really really loved about Kuzi's game is just her balls to the wall nature a little bit because she it makes her really really active like she's always thinking she's always thinking about what the other players are thinking as well like she's she i feel like she's always going and i and like we saw her talk to the cameras a lot in the digital dailies um but we would only get like clips here and there of it i wish we got to see her like the full season talking to the live feed camera because i feel like we really could have got an in-depth look of how she viewed the game um but and, and and really her biggest her biggest um like the bit like the, the best thing about her game is just her influence. Like it's like mm-hmm. when people would speak to Koozie, I mean their minds would change, the girls would be wanting different things, they would be on her side. It's like the way she controlled not only um the Shady Bunch, but also the six person thing with the girly pops for a minute of time really benefited her in keeping her in the middle. And the only thing that started fucking it up was when she was like, okay, Zach gotta go. <laughs> then she was like, Santina and Ty gotta go. And it was mm-hmm. just like, what's 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 going on? What's going on? And, and I, I said this a lot, like what is fucking her up is underestimating the girly pops. And and I think that's what got her at the end because she was surrounded by people that wanted to take her to the end. Like that's 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 what sucks because it's like Pinpointing the mistake, I mean, we could definitely say it's the the Santina vote, but even when we've kind of redone that, it's like she could have still gotten clipped depending on how the competitions went. Um, but it's just like it, it sucks with Kuzi because it's like I think I feel like she she made mistakes, but then they were fixed. And then yeah. even the week where it's like she wanted to target Santina and Ty, it was the safety chain. So it's like she mm-hmm. didn't necessarily got them out. I mean, she could have controlled that vote, but it's just like. I don't know. I feel like overall, as a player, though, people still loved her going out. I think towards the end, uh, because of her being targeted, it, it kind of soured a little bit. But in general, like throughout the game, people really enjoyed her a lot. People listened to her. I feel like it was very similar to a Tiffany in BB23. Uh, but she kept getting in her head, I feel like, about having to take out Ty because he's such a big player, having to take out Santina because she's such mm-hmm. a big player, having to take out Zach. Because he's such a big player. And it's like, girl, these big players want to work with you. And you're also the big player. And yeah. that's the thing. Once you're targeting the other big players, well, then you're the big player saying they're taking them all out. Mm-hmm. And I think that was her really issue. She wasn't able to diminish her threat level in that way. But I just think, I mean, as an overall BB Cam player, I mean, she just provided so much. Like, entertainment, strategy, just so, <laughs> just a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun in one player. And she came in playing, she came in saying she was going to play this way. So it's like, I'm not shocked. But at the same time, playing that way, it can get you clips. It can get you clipped like this because mm-hmm. people knew she was mother for a while and she still lasts a while. Yeah. So oh, I don't know. I know what I'm gonna give her. I'll I don't know. You. I'll wait for you. Good luck. I don't know. <laughs> What you gonna I do? Like, I feel like I'm thinking about honestly, I'll just say it's a six. Ooh. 
Well, I just think at the end of the day, a lot of the reason why she got the placement she got was because of the things that she was doing in this game. And I'm thinking about, and it's the final player rating for this season. You know what I mean? So I'm just thinking about Mm -hmm. like the placement she got was because of a lot of things that could have been tweaked here and there. And she actively went in like, well, I know I'm doing this and I'm still going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, so, yeah, I understand. Um, it's hard. I feel like with Kuzi, I really, really like her as a player because, like Lee said, she would actively do things that are like, "Ooh, is this the best move?" She would know it's not the best move, but she would also fix it. It reminds me of like, um, I don't even know, kind of, kind of like vaguely Vanessa because Vanessa would fuck up her game a little bit, and she would have to fix it doing other stuff. And I think Kuzi was really, really good at fixing it. The only reason Kuzi went home is because Ty is amazing at competitions. And, you know, can't nobody predict that. I feel like, because the target that week was Ty. The girly pops would have voted out Ty if um, he did not win veto. And I think knowing that information makes me feel comfortable with Kuzi as a player because the issue would have been like, oh, well, she, she just played too hard and they got her. But... The week she went home, she was not the target. She was not the first target. And for me, that kind of makes me feel like her her strategy works. She reconditioned the shit with the um, girly pops, and it worked. They genuinely were not going to target Koozie before Ty. They genuinely were going to put out Ty before Koozie. They said it before the game, in the game, after the game. So for me, it makes me feel like there's a world where Koozie makes top six at least. And in that top six, can Koozie win an HOH? And that's the double. What can happen in that week where Ty is not lo- no longer there if Ty doesn't win that one comp? So for me, it makes me feel a little more comfortable because Kuzi can make it to the end game if Ty just went, loses one comp. Um, and for me, that makes me feel really good. I feel like she clearly had a control over this game that no one else did. People who can have that amount of control, for me, it's going to be hard for me to rate them low because I feel like even though she went home early, the amount of control she had was damn near unstoppable to the point where she almost, like I said, didn't go home. She was nommed against Hope as a final nominee, didn't go home. That's crazy. And I feel like that just shows how good she is. So I think for Kuzi, even though she gets she got this um, placement in this game, not everyone is going to be Ty. Ty is one of a kind. And I think because of Ty being here, that really did get her out. If he, did, if he wasn't here, if he wasn't that good at comp, she was dead. I have hope that she could have won that HOH or that veto at um the triple, I, I mean, at the double, and she would have been the final five. And Anika would have won the H- next HOH, and then she's not taking out Kuzi. So it's like, Kuzi technically, I feel like, could have been at the final three at the end game of this game. Even in this season, she's just one comp away or Ty losing a comp away. And I feel like that's just, that's just too good for me. You're too good. Because she played the entire first half of the game very, very well. She was in the center of the game the entire time. When they started to wake up about her, they still didn't take her ass out. Because they could have when she was not against Hope, and they didn't. They wasn't if Ty didn't win Vito. So for me, I'm going to give her a seven. I'm going to give her a seven overall. I feel like the control she had, the strategic prowess, the social prowess, the fact that every single member of the jury was going to vote her, and she was literally the fourth member of the Like, the fact that she didn't even get to the final three and every member of the jury were saying how much they wanted to vote for her, for me, that's a lot. That's great. That, like, no one has that extreme amount of, you know, control, I feel. So I'm going to give it to her. I honestly think if Ty would have just lost one veto, uh, Kuzi would have won the game. And Period. I'm saying, Period. Um, next we have, let, we finna start getting to the girly pops. The girly pops <laughs> are interesting because I don't know what, it, I don't know. That's that's why they're interesting because I don't know. So we're at Shania. I gave Shania five overall. 
Okay, at the beginning of the game, Shanae didn't do shit. Now, this is what I will say. Shanae said she wasn't going to do shit. In her preseason, she was like, I'm not going to do anything until jury hits. When jury hits, I'm going to try to pick up the pieces. I'm trying to get the game going. Technically, that's what she did. So, at a, at a, in a way, I kind of believe her. She didn't do shit for jury. She just kind of stayed socially good. I will say she was good socially. A lot of people were not targeting Shanae. A lot of people liked Shanae. She just wasn't in, I feel like, the best position of the girly pops. But she was the last girly pop to be nominated. So in a way, she kind of was. Because people were nominating Claudia before they were nominated Shania. So in a way, I can't say she wasn't in the best position. So I feel like that's good. I feel like Shania shouldn't have went home the week she did. I feel like it was very, very hard to predict that Claudia was going to be that much of a bird. So I can't be too mad at her for not predicting that Claudia was going to be that much of a bird after being her bestie all season. I feel like if that didn't happen, Shanae probably makes final three, honestly. Like, honestly, if Claudia wasn't, no shade, I'm sorry, Claudia, but if Claudia wasn't stupid, Shanae probably could make it to the final two, final three. I don't think she wins, but I think she likely makes it to the end game a lot of seasons because of, honestly, her social game. It's a weird social game, and I find a lot of, honestly, white women who are social players play like Shanae, where it's like, are you actually social? But honestly, I, 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 I can't say she's not. She didn't get nominated. The entire game, the one time it was by a dummy, no shade, but it's by Claudia, which was a stupid ass move. So if Claudia wasn't stupid, I don't even think Shanae would have got nominated then. So it's like, I can't be mad at her. She was the first one to wake up about Koozie. She was the first one to kind of strategize in a positive way for the girly pops. Renee tried, couldn't succeed. Shanae actually succeeded in helping them position themselves to try to get Koozie out of the game. Koozie did get out of the game. So all of that is good. I think overall, it's not giving great player. A lot of people didn't necessarily want to align with her. She didn't have a lot of allies other than the girly pops. She didn't do a lot of things other than hating on Koozie. She didn't have a lot of strategic implementations other than hating on Koozie. I think the four-person alliance was also her idea, but that didn't go anywhere because Claudia was a bird. Um, so I'm conflicted because I I feel like her downfall was Claudia being a bird, but can you predict Claudia being a bird? And it's like, I can't be mad at her for not predicting that. I think I'm going to just keep it at the five. Period. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just keep it at the four. I think with Shania, like, I mean, the issue of, at the beginning of the game, it's like she wasn't doing anything, but then she was also only focused on trying to get into a showman's with Rob. And then when that didn't work out, she was like, well, I can't talk to Rob. And then she was dealing with Dan. And then, mm-hmm. like, we didn't see her pick up the game because she chose to. Dan went home and it seemed like, oh, well, now there's no other kind of distractions for Shanae to deal with at this point. Um, now, <laughs> I, I will true. say, I will give her credit for clocking Koozie in the way that she did. Um, she also got Claudia back on track with the Renee situation, which was all great. Um, she even said, like, leaving the house, like, she she knows, like, her mistake basically was not telling her, not telling Claudia, just put up tie straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, overall, like, what led to her going home in the way she did was, one, the allies that they had, like they, the girly pop shows to work with each other, but none of them were even that loyal to each other. Like Claudia was like, bye girl, quickly, like it was nothing. And we know yeah. for a fact that other people have tried to reach out, talk to her and work with Shania, and she didn't bite. She didn't want to work with Jonathan. She didn't want to work with Hope. You know, they didn't want to work with Koozie in them anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She didn't want to choose Daniel, Daniel over Renee and Claudia, and then Claudia's the one who take you out at the end of the day. So it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, Based on the evidence we have of her in the game and how it ended, it's just I, I I don't really see her as like even an average player. Period. How you feel about Renee? Now I really like Renee a lot. I think what sucks about Renee is that um, 
you know, she was just, her name was slandered from the very beginning. Like, she was put as a pawn. And people who usually put up as a pawn first week or nominated first week, they don't, you know, they really don't make it far or win the game other than Taylor and Jacob. Taylor and Jacob. Uh, Taylor and Kevin Jacobs. Um, <laughs> but Renee was not Kevin Jacobs or like, no shade. Um, now, she kind of she kind of had that slight Taylor storyline going. And I feel like the way the jury was feeling towards the end of the game, it, it, it gave very much like, I think if she could have won a comp here or there and, and gave a great speech about how she fought and she was the face and sword of the season, <laughs> maybe they would have gave it to him. But, um, you know, that didn't happen. That fairy tale ended did not happen. And throughout the game, mm-hmm. her allies didn't trust her. No one else in the game trusted her. They were just throwing Renee to, a, to the side. And I think, on um, you know, Shania and uh, Claudia's part, I mean, a very big mistake on their end, but it just, you know, in turn, I mean, it affected Renee. I mean, she never really got that full respect in the game or um, just leverage that she needed to take off. Because I feel like as a player, especially compared to Renee and, I mean, Claudia and Shania, I think she was way more aware of their position and the moves they needed to make to move further in the game. And mm-hmm. she was trying to get them on board, but they were worried about everything else under the sun. Dan... Uh, Rob, Ty, everything else <laughs> under the goddamn sun. So, like, honestly, relations need way better allies. I'm gonna give it a 4.5 because, like I said, mm-hmm. I do think that her her game sense is there. I just think that socially, she just was never able to get it. But if she if she did have the social ability, I mean, she would have been in the Claudia position. And I don't think Renee is dumb enough to cut Ty. Yeah, I agree. Renee definitely cuts Ty if she was in the position. I feel so. Yeah, that's what it is. <sighs> Renee, Renee, Renee. I think I gotta move. Um, what's this bitch name? I mean, what's this guy name? Shania. I think I'm gonna move Shania down to a four point five, and I think I'm gonna also give Renee a four point five. Um, with Renee, I feel like she did have a, a a game sense here and there, but she also didn't. She was the main one who was denying hope and Rob. Hope and Jonathan were coming to Renee. Koozie was coming to Renee. Daniel was coming to Renee. And Renee kept turning it down for bitches who didn't even like her. Uh, I feel like with Renee, it's like with Renee more than Shania, she was working with people who didn't even like her. Um, Claudia wanted her out the entire damn game, damn near, half the game. Um, I will say Shania didn't want her out that long, but at the end of the game, Shania didn't want her out. So you were working with people who literally wanted you out over people who didn't. Hope and Jonathan, I don't think actually would have wanted Renee out over the other girlies. That was at the point where Jonathan was mad at Claudia. He was mad at Shania. So it's like, Renee, you were at the will of working with people who actually wanted you in the game versus people who didn't. And you chose to go with the people who didn't just because you've been working with them the whole time. And that wasn't good. So it's like, I feel like strategically, I can't say it's it's all that because she was denying allies. She was denying alliances. Um, and Ty said, Ty keeps saying the reason he wanted to work with Renee so bad and she kept saying no. She kept saying no. She kept saying no. This is to the point where she started agreeing. She was like, yeah, that's true. Do-do-do. So it's like, why are you saying no to people? Because Renee had options and she didn't take any of them. Hope tried. You said no. Ty tried. You said no. Jonathan tried. You said no. Koozie tried. You said no. Daniel tried. You said no. So for me, it's just it's just not, I hate that. And it sucks because when it comes to like her social game and the cards she was given, I feel like it was a bad hand. But hearing that she was denying alliances left, right, up and down, it's like, well, girl, was it a bad hand or were you just not trying to work with anybody? Because these people probably would have liked you a little bit more if you were working with them in alliance. If you said yes to Jonathan Hope, if you said yes to Ty, maybe these people would want to vote for you. And I don't think Renee was in a position to necessarily win a jury vote from what we heard. 
And I think she was in one of the worst positions to win it. And I think part of that, she could have changed that. I feel like she had the opportunity to change that by accepting alliances and she didn't take it. Um, but I just, I like the way she was aware of their middle position. And when they had that one week where they could have taken advantage, she was aware of it. She was aware to work with Kuzi and Daniel and the Shady Bunch. She was one of the people who was working closely with them and talking to Kuzi and trying to strategize. When Kuzi won her HOH, she talked to Renee first about how the girly pops and them need to link back up, relink up. So I really, really like a lot of things, but it just wasn't giving, it's not, it's not great. So I'm just leave it at 4.5. Um, boom. Next we have a neek neek. Um, so we gave Anika last before she went home with two, but that don't count. Um, overall, that's another person I'm like. It might, like, it might, it might be too sometimes overall. that sometimes that overall rating is just it's like in the moment. That's why I was like, I like the average a little bit more. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, average is a lot of work. I would have to go through all of that. So you're just lazy. Yeah, I told you I was. You gotta pay attention. Um, I mean, you had hours to do it, so I would Anika. Anika. It's weird because with Anika, I feel like I don't think I don't think she's a bad player. Like I don't think she's terrible. I don't think she's like Dan. And I don't think she's like you know, I don't think she's just she's just terrible because she talks to people. She was able to get an alliance. She was able to get in two alliances, have them be loyal to her. They were saying they were gonna vote anyone in the alliance no matter what. So that was possible for her to get like four jury votes at the end if she made it to final two. So those are all positives. But other than those, I feel like there's not much left. I feel like she didn't have great relationships with anyone outside of her alliances. Um, I feel like even in the alliances, she didn't have the best connect. She wasn't the closest to Hope. She wasn't the closest to Jonathan. She wasn't the closest to any of them, really, um, other than Daniel. And I feel like when it comes to strategically helping the, the game, strategically moving the game, she just didn't have any of that. So... I'm just gonna have to give her honestly. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna give her a three point five. I am. I'll say it's a four for Nika. I think. I think you know, considering the fact that she didn't know the game at all coming in, she literally said she's gonna wing it. She got top four. I think she did a really good job of learning the game. But that, I mean, that, I think that's the issue with her learning. There was a lot of times where her reads were not really correct, especially towards the end. You know, the whole Kuji misunderstanding. They, they didn't fix it now, apparently, child. I'm happy about that. Because um, I like them being friends or whatever. But it's just like, it didn't make any sense. And then a lot of times throughout the game, we would have those moments of like Anika saying, well, this person has to go or, or that person has to go. And it just it didn't seem like. What? Like, they didn't seem like from the view of we out of the house that that made the best sense. I think the smartest mm-hmm. thing for the game was aligning herself with players like Kuzi, players like Daniel, because those allegiances is what got her connected to the girly pops at all. Because the girly pops at first didn't fuck with that girl at all. It mm-hmm. was through Kuzi and Daniel that they were like, okay, well, Nika can be in this alliance as well. I think that's similar with Ty, uh, similar with Zach, because of her connections with Kuzi and things like that, it helped her get those bonds with those people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and kudos to her for playing off on that, but it never really extended too far. You know, if she were to get to the end and win this season, it would have been based off having the crown, which is good for her. But other than that, there just was not much to the game overall. So I, I'll just say it's a four. Yeah, my issue with Anika is that, like, she, she got lucky in a way, no offense, that her allies were two of the best players in the game. Because not all the time is 
Anika just naturally bonded to Kuzi and Daniel. It wasn't she seeking out who's the best player and let me link up. That wasn't what happened. She naturally had a relationship with them, and she got lucky that they were the two people driving the game for it, I feel. And I feel like if she doesn't get that, she probably just gets pre And it's like, ooh. Like, she really got in a good situation by linking up with Kuzi specifically, in my opinion. So that's why it's like, ooh, I just can't feel – I don't feel too confident about her. Because even with such a big push, no shade, but it was just such a big push forward being with Kuzi. She, like, as soon as Kuzi left, her and Daniel kind of just flopped out. And it's like, what happened? But uh, we move. Um, now there's Daniel. How do you feel about Daniel? Um, I like Daniels. I like Daniel. Um, like his game, we, we've talked about it a lot. Like his biggest thing is his self-preservation. Um, at the end of the day, he was not able to exert influence over people throughout the game. He wasn't able to exert his will. And he mentioned that a lot. Like people are just not listening to me. People don't want to give me my credit. I think big reason why he ended up saving Ty with that veto, which shot in retrospect, is that a, is that a mistake? <laughs> He, he did that so he could start getting some respect in the house. Okay, Daniel's winning competitions. He's making moves, at least from Ty. Um, but mm-hmm. that never really kind of cashed out for him. And then what, what ended up really fucking him up was the resume moves towards it. And he wasn't winning any of the competitions. And, and that would cost him to win. I mean, they literally said even if Claudia won, cut Ty and took Daniel, that Daniel would probably have still won. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show like how well he was set up. I, now, that is also mainly because of the crown. But the crown loved him. Like, I mean, second to Kuzi, he was yeah. definitely one of the top people that they were all took into the end. And he also had that with the other side of the house, which I thought was really great. Like, the girly pop was saying that they want to go final four with him. Um, because mm-hmm. of that connection he made with Ty, Ty was like, I want you in final three, which, I mean, he could have won the game, depending on he won the competition. He was one comp from potentially winning the entire thing. But I just think, you know, this season specifically, um, I, I mentioned the entire time it was kind of like a natural in Kuzi's shadow because she was such a bigger and active player. He was kind of able to work behind that and keep himself safe on the social side. But it, I mean, without the comp wins, he he wasn't able to get it. So I'll just say it's a six for him as well. Okay. Um. Yeah, I liked Daniel's. Well, I wouldn't say I liked his game, but I think he was a good player. I feel like with Daniel, it was amazing to see how he basically played the flow of strategy, how he stayed in good graces of every single person in the house consistently, how no one was ever going to target him, how everyone wanted him in his end game. I think that was really, really good work. He was positioned, if Kuzi was positioned well in the crown, he was positioned well in the house, bitch. Like he was positioned between the girly pops and uh, the crown very, very snugly to the point where he was going to make it to the final three. I felt like he was going to make it to the final three since jury started. I was like, well, Daniel's in the final three because of the position he was in. It was so really, really well, well fitting. Um, the way that he was basically in a four with the girly pops and then in a four with some of the girly pops and him and Anika, his closest ally. And then in the crown, he was in damn near every alliance in this game. And I feel like that shows that he was very, very good at centering himself. He was really good at self-preservation. And I really like that he was actually, you know, one of the last people nominated. That was good. I like all of that. I just don't like his lack of influence. I feel like not everyone who plays the game has to be that type of player where they're making the moves or convincing someone to do something. And I'm trying to base Daniel's game on the type of game he played, which is the floater strategy. And thinking of the other floaters in Big Brother history, I think he did play really, really well. I think he did play a game where he could have won if Claudia was just 
less tempted to take Ty over him. He could have just won the game. He could be the winner, and we could be talking about rating the winner. And I think the issue is is his lack of influence. He wasn't able to convince Claudia to take him. He wasn't able to convince Anika to not nominate. Uh, I mean, to nominate Ty. He wasn't able and to convince. And he needed Claudia those moments, like whether or not he is. Yes, if he was playing a quarter game. He needed those moments to. Best thing, not necessarily to win, but to make it an easier run. He did not need to be in the end with that damn tie winning every competition I have and Claudia, who stupidly yeah. took him. Yeah, he needed he needed to like you say he needed to make those moments. Um, even the 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 double. A lot of great players at the double, they'll take the reins. They'll make sure they're the ones who's controlling what's happening. And he, I don't feel like he was able to ever take the reins on anyone's situation. And I feel like that was one of the main things. Shanae did not need to go. Shanae was taking Daniel. She probably she could have took Daniel over Renee. She was she was talking like. So I feel like that was really bad for him. The Santina thing, that wasn't good for him. So there was mistakes here and there. But honestly, overall, I think he had really a great game. I'm going to give him a 6.5. I feel like that lack of kind of agency, honestly, isn't I'm not too comfortable with. And I do feel like he did benefit a lot from Kuzi's friendship. Um, and I think that with him, it was a little bit more more intentional than it was with like an Anika. So I do like that. But at the end of the day, if Kuzi's not there or if Kuzi's not your friend, how do you make it with all those people, with the crown side of things? I don't know that Daniel would have gotten to the point he did if Kuzi wasn't there. So I was like, mm, I'm going to just give it a 6.5. Um, boom. Now we have... <laughs> Cloudy Claudia. Cloudy Claudia. Cloudy Claudia. Honestly, it would have been better for her if she would have went home earlier because she wouldn't have been looking stupid as hell. So we right. know for a fact... That Claudia intentionally wanted Shania to go at the at the double. She intentionally wanted Renee to go, and that she intentionally wanted to go to final two with Ty. And because we have that information, in my opinion, she's a terrible. What? Um, I mean, and then, I mean, also knowing the information that she would have took Daniel, she would have lost too. It's like, and she would have lost. This Daniel. girl had no. Actually, she should have. Because she wasn't going to win the game. Um, and it's her own fault. She could have won the game. She could have just not taken out Shania or Renee. She could have been at the end with just her girl about Shanae every day. She chose not to. At the beginning of the game, I was always like, Claudia's in a good position, but will she ever do anything? Is she able to actually move the game? She was not. She was walking around saying she wants Renee to go as soon as Ty said it. She wanted Shanae to go when Ty said it. She was listening to Ty all damn season. Shanae had to get her back on track to want um, Ty to go. She was walking around telling Ty that Kuzi um, needs to go, knowing that Ty and Kuzi are close. It got right back to Kuzi immediately. It got right back to Kuzi immediately. And she knew it would because she knew Ty and Kuzi were close. So I just don't think she was strategically there at all. Socially, I wouldn't say this. the issue with Claudia is, and that's what I was saying when it came to this final two of them winning. I was like, the issue with Claudia is she doesn't have better social relationships than Ty and the jury. She didn't have a social relationship with Kuzi or Hope or Santina. She genuinely did not. And it's like, so socially, I can't say that she's good. I can just say that she wasn't hated. She was yeah. a little bit more respected. And that's her, and that's her, that's her thing. Like she, she was not hated. terrible enough to be hated. Yeah. And, and she's that's not it. seen as a threat either. So. But the issue is, is that since she's just so basically bland and average, and then she's stupid on top of that, by one of all her girly pops out, it brings her down to a four. Yeah, I have to say it's a four as well. I mean, it definitely would not have been if different decisions were made. But it's like throughout the game, we consistently saw Claudia, I think, just make terrible decisions for herself. Like, I think a big, a big, the first moment we saw that was when they were thrown into that middle position. And, and Claudia did not 
take advantage of that at all. And and I specifically say Claudia because I saw her as the leader of the building house at that time, which in a way she kind of had to be because she was in a better position socially in the game. Like she really mm-hmm. needed to be that champion for them. Like how I think Kuzi was the champion for the Shabiest Bunch for a minute, you know? And mm-hmm. she never really took that. And then Shanae was worried about other things. And then Renee could never even be in that position because people didn't like her like that. It's just like Claudia really had the power to, I think, really – have a girly pop be the winner with the season. And she threw all that away. Threw all of that away. And it's just like, that is insane. Like I said, it's crazy how that scenario was set up so much for her. Like, the thing is, like, the scenario couldn't tie. It doesn't matter because they said they still would have voted Daniel. But it's like, yeah. why the fuck did you even take Daniel to bronze? I mean, you could have took Anika. I'm not saying Anika. I think Anika probably could have still won with the crown votes too. But mm-hmm. it's just like, I of the two, but like, of the two, why did you think? First of all, why Shania? That's the real. Go back to the origin. The the real motherfucking issue is Shania going out because we we did the numbers. We ran it off the podcast. She probably would end up in final three with Shania, Shania. and, and probably she not. cuts tie and takes Shania. She wins the game, and that that's what we said during the uh, recap. We were saying Claudia's best bet is to go with the girly pop, and she's gonna win because she could beat yeah. either one of them. She yeah. needs to go to the end with a girly pop. She could have. But at the end, with a girly pop, yeah. and she actively chose not to be, which yeah. cost her the game. Stupid. Poor for me. Um. Period. Tyrell. Let's get to the motherfucking winner, King Pisces, Daddy. I'm sorry. King. Um. You, Pisces. You go first, fellow Pisces. Um. I like Ty. I really do. I really do. The girls are mad, but hey, that's my mad. Let me stop. No, <laughs> I, I think. Like, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. Like, with Ty, it's just, um, and you know, and you know what? He mentioned this a lot too in his in his final jury speech. He said that he had an underrated social game, and I think a lot of people were kind of dragging him for that. And like, to really unpack that, I think that he does have a, a point because when it comes to like the jury, hope he did have hope. Hope never really started away from like in Ty. Kuzi, mm-hmm. that was a very specific uh, specific bond that helped him throughout the game. Um, Santina helped him at one point in the game. Claudia took his ass all the way to Final Two. Daniel used Vito on him. Anika literally saw what him. he just did to Claudia, did not nominate him, allowed him to play right back in her face. I mean, if they didn't think, if they thought one way about him, those things changed throughout the season by work that he did, by winning these competitions, by showing them, I'm someone that can have influence, that can hold power, use me. Everyone thought they can use him, and they got played. Like, yeah. when he said he really ran this top six, I mean, he really did. And I think what was what was <laughs> interesting is that, one, like we mentioned, what's different about his comp wins is that he needed these wins to stay in the game. He would have been completely out of the game if he did not have those wins. And I think it's really mm-hmm. interesting that not only he got those wins, but he started using them strategically. He started using them to yeah. move the game in his favor. I mean, the only reason why he was sitting next to Daniel and Claudia in Final 2, because that in Final 3 was because that was the Final 3 that he wanted. Yeah, And he got Claudia to help him get it. So I think, I think, I mean, he, he played well with the people he needed to play well with. Um, however, as an overall player, I just do think there are some things that could be lacking that I would love to see him improve on if he were to come back. Um, similar to Zach, I think it is uh, kind of like the empathy level. I think that he's way better socially than Zach, but I do think there are times where the only reason why he became a target was because of, well, a big thing was his connection to Zach, but also the way sometimes that he came across to people. Um, however, like I said, a difference between Zach Ty is that Ty clearly he's able to um, 
shake that off in the house. Like I think Zach was never able to fully get that um get that thought about him in the game and Ty was able to do so with damn near everybody. Because mm-hmm. by the end, like everyone was literally like working with Ty. Like he was in top six working with everybody. Yeah. And like this man just went from everyone wanting to nominate him and get him out, everyone wanting to work with him and stay with him. So I, that's the thing. It's like this is where it gets really hard. But I am going to settle on the six with Ty. Oh! And, and, and this is why. And this the, now it kind of makes sense because, well, for people who are wondering, because it's like I gave Kuzius, I'm not giving anyone over a six. I'm not giving anyone over a six. I don't think any player in this season is over a six. Now, who am I? No fucking body. But on my scale, no I don't think anyone played over a six this season. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say tie the six. If anything, y'all could be 6.5s. I guess I could go back and do that. It's too late. <laughs> Maybe but, not. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think that would be the only lift. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Make them all 6.5 at least. But like, um, <laughs> That's that's kind of the, that was kind of my mindset. I was like, personally, I feel like Kuzi and Daniel specifically, they're like honest. They're not. That's the thing. Kuzi, Daniel, and Ty have all played three separate games. Ty mm-hmm. has one, and I think I just respect Kuzi and Daniel's game for different reasons. And I don't think any any one of them are above each other on on the ranking. So it's like mm-hmm. they're all a six or six point five. Um, with Ty. I don't like his game at all. If he would have lost a comp for six weeks in a row, which is likely in a lot of scenarios, but it didn't happen this time. He ate that up. Um, he would lose the game. And it would be only because of him. He isolated himself after being... He isolated himself in general for refusing to go against Zach. And then he continued to isolate himself afterwards by not really talking to anyone. And then he gradually got back into the game, which is what I do like. But there was a point where he was not gradually getting back into the game. Um, if Claudia was not stupid, I hate to keep calling this girl that, but if she wasn't, he would have went home. He would not be here. And honestly, I think she should have been not stupid, but she wasn't. And that's but she would have won the game. She wasn't. She, well, actually, Daniel would have. Um, so that's good on him. Well, no, because Shanae, she wouldn't have yep. put Shanae. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good on him. I feel like it's good that he was able to link up with someone who, and I guess have them feel this way about want him to take, want to take him to the end. That was good on him. I do think he's not as bad socially as it might seem. I think him being able to get eight of the jury votes is really, really good. And it shows his capabilities. I think as a player, he's still strategically good. He not only convinced Claudia to do, to not nominate him. He also convinced Anika not to, and that's not someone who he's, giving dick to, you know, that's just a whole nother person. He had Daniel <laughs> using vetoes on him. Kuzi really, really was um, loyal to him in a way that she gave him information. She told him about the crown. They were telling him about the girly pops. They were telling him about the final four. He was knowing everything because of his connections and his strategic like prowess. He was making them, make, making them rely on him with his comps. So I really do like all of that, but I still feel like overall, I'm just going to give him a five. Oh. I think that <laughs> I think overall I'm giving him a five. I think he's just average. I think he's an average winner. I think he's an average player. I think this season didn't have a caliber of players to where it was hard to win over average. Most of the, most of these people are below average. Actually, all of them except three. So I think that's why he was able to win. I think in general, if he had a season, if he was in last season, he's not winning last season. Even with all the comps, I still think he loses. So I feel like he got lucky. No shade, I do, uh, and I think. Well, I wouldn't say I don't think I definitely don't think it was luck though. 
It was a little bit of luck. I mean, but once it, once it gets to the point, oh, the cast, yeah, the cast, the cast being the cast is but a little bit of luck in my opinion. Because not, not all casts are this dumb. No shade to this cast. This was not a good strategical cast. We but I just feel like, but thing, I just feel like I feel like I can't I can't use that for a specific score because it's like we say we say that a lot. The cast is dumb. The cast is dumb. The cast is dumb. Yeah. Like we are rating this season. So this is the final play rating for this season. Well, no, th- for me, this is my overall. How do I feel about them as an overall Big Brother player? That's how mm-hmm. I see it. So as an overall Big Brother player, this is how I feel about these people. This is how I feel mm. like they are as overall players. As an overall player, I think Ty is a five because of his very isolation, isolating tendency, I honestly. Point, I see that point, too, but it's like, I, I think considering considering what took place in this season, it would, to me, would have to be high. What took place is that he would have went home for seven weeks in a row if he didn't. And then, and then when he did not do that, he was able to control the entire But that alone for me is But that alone for me is too risky. You had to win a comp or you were going home. I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying make him a seven, but I'm just saying at the end of the day, a five to me is an average level player. An average player wouldn't be able to win six comps and then turn it around to where the entire top six is working with him. And then the final three, she takes him the final two after all the shit he just did. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that on top of it, like, I get what you're saying. I do. He made the mistake to have to win the competitions in a row. But I just think. For damn near the entire season. That's too much for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving anybody who had to win comps the damn near entire season. Above a five, me personally. But that's just me. I guess. I think he had a lot. But that's the thing. It's not that I think that he, that it wasn't great. I think that part of his game was really, really good. And I think the other part of his game was so bad that I'm averaging him down to a five. Because it was so bad that he was literally going to go home for every round that he didn't win a comp for seven weeks. But hey, boom, we move. Um, Let me put them in order. Put them in order. Let me put them in order. These last couple of seasons we've done this. We've done this, what, three times? I believe the winner is usually the highest rated one. I don't think Xavier was. Oh, but we didn't We didn't do, do that. We only did um, Taylor, and she was, and Kevin, and he was. And actually, that was all we did. So this is the third time. Um, boom. Here we have it, y'all. I put them in order. We have Koozie Daniel Jonathan Ty. Top four. Honestly, everybody else is just really, really low. Everybody else is below five after them. It's three people above five, and then four people above five, and everybody else is below five. So Kuzi at the top, we have our 6.5 average. Then Daniel with a 6.25. Then Jonathan with a 5.75. And then we have Ty after him with a 5.5. Everybody else is below. <laughs> they have fours, threes, twos, and ones. Y'all. But um, boom, here we are. This is our final rating. How you feeling? How you feeling now that's in order? Everything's out here. It just it looked just as chaotic as the season was. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Um, it really does. Very random. I think overall the caliber player, well, you see what we think. Overall, the caliber player is just not eating. Usually we have like two or three players above a seven, and we have none this season. And it's like, there's that. Um, it was cute though, it was great. Um, viewing. I think when it comes to like, no shade, but when it comes to like less strategic gameplay, I think that that brings like the better entertainment seasons. People playing badly. Loki is just entertaining. It causes more arguments. It's more bad moves. Causes a lot of shifting. So I'm here for it. Love it. 
amazing. Live it, laugh, love. How would y'all rate the players this season? Was there anyone that shocked the fuck out of y'all? Was there anybody that y'all were feeling like, damn, why are they so low? Woot the woot the woot. Comment the T. Um, oh, and you. also, and also draft. <laughs> Bye. With Ty, I just want to how many how many times you gonna say it? I, no, he I, did I, win the tie. He did win the draft because Ty won the game, so he did eat that up. Ty was like the third or fourth person you picked, so you ain't yeah. Done. This was a pretty early pick. I I had faith in Ty pretty early on. I did, I did. Period. Like literally preseason, I was like, I see it for Ty. And he won. I know that's a fuck, right? Love a black man. Um, Infinity to infinite. Keep your eyes peeled on our channel. Keep your eyes peeled for Big Brother content because you might see some popping up. Um, thank you for joining us through the season. A lot of y'all did not watch the show. So thank you for watching us. Honestly. Right. Literally. Love y'all for that. Y'all ate that. Y'all did. Did. Did y'all big one? Um, bitch, we out. We're out. We're, we're done. Big Daddy Pete out. <laughs> <laughs>